Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking end zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know who that's? The Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to recap day number two of mandatory minicamp, or at least day number two that the media was let in. This is the second and final day that the media was allowed to watch what was going on at practice and to talk about it. Of course, we're bringing our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's up, brother? Uh, so yeah, I mean, Serena, uh, Wimbledon, uh, is that something you wanted to talk about? I thought you might want to talk about that, but we can talk about the jets, I guess. Chris, as you know, I am always willing, ready and able to talk about Serena Williams and even more so I am always ready, willing and able to look at and watch Serena Williams. However, we will have to have that conversation another time because this is a jets podcast as much as sometimes you try to turn it into a tennis podcast. I keep forgetting. (laughs) Understandable, because now we're going to have about a month and a half to kill before training camp really gets going. So we're going to have plenty of tennis to talk about, not on the podcast, but we'll probably send each other some texts about it to kill the time in between now and when training camp starts toward the end of July. But in the meantime, we did have the last mandatory mini camp that the press was allowed in for. 
And we began it with words from Coach Robert Sala. He said he wasn't, quote, going to get into if Mekhi Becton showed up at the weight the Jets wanted him to. Didn't comment much on whether or not Becton is the shape that the Jets want him to be in. Salah did, however, say that he expects Becton to be ready at the start of training camp. I really wish Salah would give more political answers here because when he says stuff like he's not going to get into whether or not Becton is in shape, everybody is going to take that to mean that Becton is not in shape, whether he is or isn't, or whether it's out of the norm or not for an offensive lineman to report a couple of pounds heavier than normal before the start of training camp. That's what people are going to read into it. And I really wish Salah would stop doing that. He did say the Jets are in a really good place overall. There's no limit to Zach Wilson's ceiling. And also, as far as an update for the three free agents that have come in recently for visits, Riley Reef, Quan Alexander, and Larry Ogunjobi, Salah said nothing has happened yet, but Joe Douglas is working out possible details. So nothing on the horizon, but don't shut the door on those possibilities. Yeah, so I, uh, I mean, you know, there's there's not too much there uh, uh, of note of real importance going forward. The the Becton stuff, I'm with you 100. percent We've talked about this a lot. Um, I, I just don't understand what the end game here is, what the strategy that they're they're really trying to go with here. Um, and I know I I popped on Twitter a little bit yesterday. Um, and I saw Ed, p- people just, you know, posting just the pic- uh, pictures of him uh, standing next to DJ Reed. And then the thread's hilarious because you see, uh, like, half the people are like, awesome, Becton's back. Like, don't even comment anything. And then half the people are, are sitting there saying he's so incredibly out of shape. And other, uh, uh, there's a, a bunch of others sitting there being like, I don't know, man, he looks like an offensive lineman. And I've... That's that's my takeaway. That's what I saw when I looked out there. I was like, he looks like a big giant offensive lineman. Uh, does he look any bigger or smaller than I've ever seen him before? No, not really. Um, but when you're talking about that large of a man, like five or ten pounds, I'm I'm not gonna notice there. You know, like the, it, that's not gonna make any type of difference. I'm not gonna notice. Um, it's what all this is. Oh, I, I will tell you, I'm not even the slightest bit worried about it. And this is going to be something that's going to get uh, getting brought up throughout training camp. This is going to be a story that even people who are digesting it, like can't get enough of this, are going to be sick of it uh, by this point. There's there's going to be a couple of these stories in training camp, and the Beckton's going to be the the biggest one. I, I mean, we're not going to – the only thing that's going to matter is if he can stay healthy. The only way we find that out is by him playing on the field. Uh, but it's, it is funny, though. I can't think of another time – and in any sport that I can think of, I'm sure there's other examples that I'm just not thinking of, where somebody had such, like, a good first rookie season – and then got injured in the second year and is just dis- that first rookie season is just dismissed by so many people as just like not even happening. And like, remember how many awesome edge rushers he went up against and how good he was. And there's so many people just willing to write him off completely. And uh, Salah and the Jets are not there. They are not doing that, but they are 
playing right into the narrative of those people. And at this point, he he has to know he, that's what he's doing, and it has to be on purpose. And it's been that way for a little while. So this is one of the things where, you know, I I definitely have a difference of opinion. Uh, he's more qualified that, than I am, of course. So, uh, so this is his team. He gets to run it. But, yeah, I, I don't like that, the way going about it either. Yeah, like I said, all he would have had to do is give some sort of political answer like, Makai's here, we're excited to have him, and we're looking forward to him stepping out onto the field for training camp and returning to the form that made him so dominant as a rookie. Instead, he leaves the door open for all this speculation. And as you said, I think it's probably on purpose. Maybe he's trying to motivate him. I'm not sure. Whatever the motivation is, I just don't think it's a good idea. And I would have preferred if he'd have handled it the way that I said. But we'll see what happens because now Becton is here and he's either going to perform or he isn't. And everything else is just going to wind up being white noise. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. As far as practice today, it was a tale of two halves of practice, apparently. Zach Wilson started off really, really hot, had a great pass down the field to Jeff Smith, who has been arguably the best receiver early on in OTAs and minicamp. Doesn't necessarily mean much, but just putting that out there that he might win the David Clowney Award for best before September wide receiver on the team. Elijah Moore had a really nice catch as well. Denzel Mims continues to flash as the Jets hope that he's finally coming out of his funk and will somehow find a way to make an impact on the team this year. And on defense, the most noticeable player today 
was Sauce Gardner. He's had his share of struggles, but I think part of it is, and he talked about this yesterday, he's been working on some things and playing around and experimenting and seeing what he could get away with. Today, he had some really nice pass breakups. There was one where he was on Corey Davis, and it looked like Davis had a step on him, but Sauce is so good at measuring where he is and exactly how much room he has to make up, and with those long arms, he knew that he could still make that play, which he did, and he broke up the pass also had an interception in red zone drills. So those are your takeaways mostly, right, Chris? Zach Wilson, really good at the beginning, then kind of petered off a little bit. Jeff Smith continued to make plays. A nice one for Elijah Moore. Continued success early for Denzel Mims. And Sauce Gardner really flashed on the defensive side of the ball. And you can really begin to see why the Jets thought so highly of him beyond just the obvious. Yeah, so I'll give Zach even more credit. It was more than just a, a tailing off in the second half. He he had a really good practice, the best practice so far, and then the two-minute drills happened, and that's when it kind of fell apart. Um, so it, it was, you know, 90%, 90% positive, still holding the ball a, a touch too long, even in, you know, seven-on-seven seven stuff where you'd like to see him just, just let it rip a little bit more. Um, it's practice. Just, just let it rip. Uh, but overall he had a really, a really strong day. Uh, Jeff Smith is his speed. He's going to be that training camp guy. Uh, you know, that, that's just, he's definitely going to make those, uh, have those types of days, make those plays. He's, he's always going to find ways to be open in training camp and he can be a weapon, uh, sporadically, but it's, you know, it's not something that, for anybody to get too excited about uh, special teams and depth at most is, is what you're getting out of him. Um, and then, yeah, Elijah Moore today was definitely uh, started to get more like we saw last year. They were, they were right back at it a little bit. They, uh, the, he, Elijah Moore did juke a sauce once on a short pass hit him with the double move, faked him deep, and then came back short and then juked him again and scooted up the sidelines past him. But then, yeah, for, for when it comes to Sauce, so this the first day of, of OTAs I show up at, and very quickly I'm thinking, okay, there's there's not not much that's going to be really uh, gleaned from any of this. Uh, there. They're not gonna. There's mostly positional drills, special team stuff, light light stuff, and then the team drills. They do like eight to twelve reps, and not enough to get uh you know really feel uh, anything good about. So I'd made the decision. I'm just gonna follow Sauce around as much as I possibly can, and I'm just gonna watch him interact with his teammates and uh, interact with coaches. And I'm sitting there watching him as the special teams uh, drills come on. And then he goes over to the side to work on individual stuff with uh, DB coach. So I'm just watching him, watching him interact and everything. And, you know, it's, I'm going to have more for this later at uh, on a training camp. I'm, I'm holding on to a lot of it. Obviously I'm not allowed to report stuff that's said specifically, but you, I'm already impressed at the way he carries himself. Uh, the just the you can see when I'm watching him uh, go with the the coach, and again, I won't be allowed to talk about what is being said. But I could just see the perfectionist in him. I can see him like 
working on every little thing and how much all the technical things matter to him. Um, everything is he wants to make sure he has it all timed right. Everything thought out well advanced. He's thinking this through and you can see it out on the practice field and that the pick six, uh, he came and returned and, you know, that, that was his name. He showed his name. He, he went and he, he had the, you know, put some sauce on it, did all that got uh, the celebratory stuff, uh, had a lot of fun with it. Um, he, he's a ball of energy, but you can just see how disciplined and focused he is on the details and being technically sound, how important all this stuff is. You talked about the measuredness, uh, how he is at, you know, measuring those steps, the angles. If you, if you ever like listen to somebody like in, in the NBA that talk uh, from back in the days that talked about like how Dennis Rodman used to rebound and how he would go like beautiful mind and in his head, like what, like doing the trajectory of the ball, doing you know, the, it's it, it kind of watching him kind of feels like, he's doing stuff like that in his head as he's trying to do it, or he's at least trying to work the math out in his head. That's what I'm watching. Uh, you know, so it, it's, it's been, it's been fun to watch and it's something that I'm definitely going to keep a very close eye on during training camp. What I got out of that, Chris, is that sauce Gardner is going to have a very short lived marriage to Carmen Electra. Yes, that's, you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's hey. It's possible, man. It's 2022. You see what's going on out here? That's There's much stranger things happening. If you don't get the reference or if you don't know who Carmen Electra is, I suggest you use Google. As we now move on to what was said by the players after practice, we'll get to Mekhi Becton last because he was the main event here. Garrett Wilson said that he's going to stay in the area during this break before training camp so that he can continue to work with the Jets training staff. It says a lot about someone with the way they spend their off time, Garrett Wilson said. Well put, and that's a guy that is very well disciplined, had the right people around him from his mother and father to Mike Davis, who you heard on the show, who was his mentor and personal coach, the former wide receiver for the University of Texas, and of course, the former Oakland Raiders, now Vegas Raiders. Elijah Moore spoke. He said that he wants to get on the same page as Zach Wilson so that the team can, quote, score a lot of touchdowns. I second that mission. He also said that there is no way that teams should be able to guard, quote, all three of us, referring to himself, Garrett Wilson, and Corey Davis. The way we're going, the way we're flowing, I feel like this offense could be unstoppable, Elijah Moore said. I love the fact that Elijah Moore is very measured in what he says. He's not too boastful. He strikes that perfect balance of somewhat realistic with firing up the fans and he's very careful with the way that he delivers things. Breath of fresh air. Really enjoy it every time Elijah Moore speaks. Zach Wilson said he and the offensive playmakers will be getting together in July for a passing camp. But aside from throwing, they will hang out, bond, and do some fun activities. I actually think it would be pretty cool if they did some sort of charity auction where you could maybe be an extra person at the hangout sessions. Obviously not the throwing and the catching and all that stuff, all the football-related things, but to just kind of hang out with Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Michael Carter, Brees Hall, 
and Garrett Wilson. Feel like you could make a lot of money for charity and somebody could have a lot of fun there and you could even make some videos for NewYorkJets.com or something as well. So that's what we heard from Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, and Zach Wilson before we get to Makai Becton. Your thoughts, Chris? Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, Garrett Wilson uh, be, hanging around, that's good. I, I never knock the players who don't either, but it's it's always good. I always think that I would try to as much as possible just to familiarize myself with the area, you know, where, where I'm going to be spending most of my time now. Especially, we always people always focus so much on, like, what town play, uh, players want to go to. The, they live at the facilities and close by for the most part. Uh, so, but you just want to know like the good spots to go grab good food around you. Uh, especially he's, he's not fully, probably not fully on the full uh, athlete, uh, you know, eat all your meals that they prepare for you there. So it, it, that's good that, that he'll be there. Obviously Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, all those guys going to continue doing the work. I, uh, I hear what you're saying. I agree about Elijah Moore, but pump the brakes a little bit about that being real dangerous. Nobody can stop this stuff. Just like work your way up to that. Uh, I'm just saying that (laughs) merely for the reaction of Jets fans of what they're going to say to that, because we all know they're not going to handle that well. Um, So yeah, those are the the big things there. Um, I'm, I'm going to be excited to watch this uh, receiving group. This is, you know, they, they've, the Jets have managed to have a couple groups, you know, the Decker, uh, Brandon Marshall year, Jericho, Brandon, uh, uh, Braylon Edwards. There's been some, uh, some there, but this is like the best uh, group of young players. So it's going to be exciting to watch these kids grow uh, over the, the year or two. And the main event, Makai Becton spoke. He said he's faced a lot of adversity last year with the injury. Won't say how much he weighs, but says he's satisfied with his weight. Said he anticipates being the Jets' left tackle. However, if he's asked to play right tackle, he will. Also was wearing a shirt that said Big Bust, and surrounding the words Big Bust were fat, lazy, and a whole bunch of other adjectives that some of the naysayers have thrown at him since he got hurt last year. He said he plans to make people eat those words. He said it's not going to be hard for him to get to exactly the weight that he wants to be at. He just needs to eat right and drink a lot of water. Also said that he expects to be on the field for day one of training camp, just as Robert Sala had said before practice. So Chris... Nothing earth-shattering here, but clearly Makai Becton has got a chip on his shoulder. We'll see if he indeed does make those critics eat their words. Yeah, again, it, it he this all really obviously bothers him, um, understandably so. Uh, but it it's all just so ridiculous that everyone pays so much attention and dissects this in such a way when we're talking about a giant offensive lineman like that's what it's supposed to be so uh you know we'll we'll see how this all shakes out i expect him to be perfectly fine and healthy in training camp and as long as he doesn't suffer major injuries i think he will be perfectly fine and get back to what we saw his rookie year i don't i don't think there's anything to really worry about beyond that Uh, obviously Injuries are a concern with every player at that size. It, it's a little bit more of a concern, but I, 
hold off on sitting here thinking he's so out of shape and that that part of it's going to be a problem. Chris Nimley, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal. Thank you so much for coming on and breaking down day number two of Media Access Mandatory Minicamp with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything Chris is doing, you know that you can go to JetsInsider.com and follow him on Twitter at JetsInsider and at CNimbly. Make sure you follow everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got a lot of written content coming your way at playlikeajet.com and tons of videos are up right now on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. We've got all 22 breakdowns of not just the rookie class, but also late season Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore from 2021, and a lot more. There's going to be tons of fresh videos uploaded over the next couple of weeks, so make sure that you watch all the ones that are up there now and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams Bless You Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. 
Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.